This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 26, Submission 122, Banzai. Banzai. Bonsai! Bonsai! Stay at home fun. From a land where anything is truly possible comes new gambling opportunity. Place your bets now. It's time to play Bonsai! To say the least, this was a goofy show. Uh, we didn't put in the airing history for it because it is a very complex history, at least on this uh, side of the Atlantic. This is actually a British show to start off with. It did air for three seasons in Britain, and there were 24 episodes, including one special episode. It aired originally on the E4 network in England, from January 18th of 2001 to May 15th of 2003. But the U.S., it has a, a little bit much different, much more complex lifespan because it originally aired on USA as interstitial clips during movies on Friday nights, I believe. I, right. I think it essentially replaced what was up all night. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, it did. All night. Future installment. Up all night. With uh, USA Shearer, up all night. Oh, thank you, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with as we mentioned on the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Show episode, Rhonda Shear, former winner of the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Show. Yes. So in the United States, yeah, it aired briefly at night, uh, uh, in late night on the USA Network during their movies, just in little. Tidbits. Well, it, it would be it would be uh, Friday because it was called Bonsai Movie Fridays, so that would be the Gilbert Godfrey app all night. App all night. No, thank you. Can't do it. Fox picked up the series in two thousand three and edited some of the content, uh, and by saying that some people from were from parts of the United States instead of from the United Kingdom to give it. Yeah, you know, sense of authenticity over here that it wasn't just imported, and it only lasted six episodes. Why did it last six episodes? And this is where Chico says because it was racist. That's racist, possibly. Oh, possibly, yeah. that's oh. racist, definitely. They played the stereotypes here. Uh, uh, yeah, um, bro, everything from let's see the dialogue, which was, and I have a, I have an example here. Place bets now. Oh, it wasn't place bets now. Place no bets. No bet. No get. Yes, place your bets. And then and, uh, and and, oh, yeah, on. betting and ends with the gong. With the gong. Don't. gong. And, and, 
And this is where you kind of wish that this was a video podcast instead of an audio, because they had this sort of Chinese-Japanese-looking script, and the bottom said, place bets now as uh, subtitles. Yes, and and it looked like your stereotypical Chinese type of font. Yeah. Yeah. And and they also had Japanese characters on the screen doing animations while the music was playing. Uh, So it aired for six episodes here uh, before it got pulled because of uh, obvious racism. And it then ended up... Yes, it ended up someplace else. Then, in early 2004... It showed up on Comedy Central. But wait, there's more. There's more? (laughs) What? There's more? But yeah, there's more. So reruns of Banzai then showed up on G4 in March of 2006. And remember, at this time, G4 really wasn't showing a whole heck of a lot of video game stuff. They had stopped showing Starcade by then. They were showing Cheaters, I believe. And they were showing uh, Impossible Banzuki. And they were showing the original uh, Ninja Warrior. They were showing Sasuke, I do believe, at that time. Yes. Oh. But also they were showing original shows like future installment Code Monkeys. One of the best cartoons ever. I'm sorry. I love Code Monkeys. Well, yeah, you introduced me to Code Monkeys like when we started this show. Yeah, and it is oh so clever, so clever. We're going to definitely cover that in the future. So if you're you're playing along at home, the timeline is the original version airing on E4 in Britain, then USA in Clips, then Fox, then Comedy Central, then G4. I'm confused. Well, that, that's why I broke it down nice and slowly for everybody because th- this show aired for a little while in many places instead of for a long while in one place. So the whole entire idea of the of the show was you f- fictionally placed bets on different events happening. The, the two main ones that aired in the States were Shake Hands Man, where you would have Mr. Shake Hands Man try and maintain a handshake with people for as long as possible. Now, there were actually... Now, here's an interesting factoid. There are actually two Shake Hands Man. Shake Hands Men. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, the idea of the Shake Hands Man, he would come up to a celebrity, shake hands with the celebrity, and the idea was more or less, will he shake hands with this person for at least a minute? And some people would wiggle their way out of it. One person I saw... Would you know? Actually, took her uh, her available hand and shoved his hand away from hers really fast. And some people would just be taking it like a man, just shake, shake, shake. And you know, a minute forty five seconds later, or two minutes later, yeah, the, the, the game's over. Oh, if you picked over one minute, you win. Yep. And th- and that was on every show. Every show had shake hands, man. But then there were other contests, and and going to. Uh, Truth by Consensus Wikipedia. Some of these I remember. You had grannies playing chicken with motorized wheelchairs, which I I remember that. Amputee football, egg eating, blindfolded gas pumping, and the length of time it would take an object to hit the ground after being dropped from a roof. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 
But there's one game I remember. They had three Michael Jackson imitators moonwalking on ice. I yes, do remember did. that one. Yeah. Yes, they, they had, did. They had three specific Michael Jacksons. They had the military Michael Jackson. They had thriller era Michael Jackson. And they had bad skin era Michael Jackson. And so they would moonwalk on the ice. And whoever got to the other end of the rink first while moonwalking on the ice was the winner. Yes. The show sometimes had very inappropriate stunts or or stuff at least you couldn't show in America. You had, uh, there was a game in which you, uh, someone had to guess who had the longest penis in a lineup of people. Or who had the biggest breast implants. That one I do think actually made it over on this side. I remember that somewhat. Or how long... Oh, this is horrible. I can't say this. How long it takes a Madagascar hissing cockroach to microwave. Ew. Okay, so... Well, you number one. But number two, now you got PETA mad at you. That's just so inhumane and, and, and horrible to do to a living creature. Yeah. Um... But there was also, and I know Greg and Chico probably really enjoyed reading about this. There was a Doctor Who segment. Yes, of course, this wouldn't air in the U.S. because uh, the revival the reference would be lost, and the revival hadn't happened yet in the U.S. But there was a segment on the U.K. version where there was someone at the door. It's the Doctor, Doctor Who. That's exactly. So there were. About four choices. Who was at the door? Was it Sylvester McCoy, Peter Davison, Tom Baker, or Colin Baker? Spoilers, it was Colin Baker. And th- there was another Doctor Who-related uh, bet here. Uh, Peter, Peter Davison was asked, which other Doctor would he like to have sex with? Tom Baker, John Pertwee, or Sylvester McCoy? Now, remember that John Pertwee was long since dead, sadly. Yeah. And it gets even more cringy. How could it get more cringy than that? Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so understandably, that didn't make it. But I'll tell you what did make it. Uh, some guy in a mo- in a in a recumbent bicycling contest with Lou Ferrigno, because at least then the reference would be gotten. And another thing that was gotten was a segment, and this was on all six of the Athox episodes, Lady One Question! Yes, Lady One Question! Yes. And what, yes. You ha- what, and what Lady One Question is, is a reporter or a reporter, in air quotes, who would ask celebrities one question and then continue to stare at them while holding her microphone. (laughs) And the first one they did, now remember, this was in 2003 or 2004 when American Idol was a thing on TV. And the first episode they did was Simon Cowell. Well, yeah, Simon Cowell would have been very big overseas back then. So it wasn't just American Idol, but it's still something that's well, very relatable. Did, well, she made reference to what was then being called American Pop Idol. Right. Well, so that actually would have been like 2002-ish, 
because I don't remember that ever using it, a, that it, name. They did, they did use it. Either they used it or they updated or they used an updated version of it, but we got it. Well, in addition to all that, believe it or not, there is actually a board game. And guess what, guys? I have a copy of the board game in front of me. <laughs> yes, I'm going to make a you... board game out of... It's like, forget how he got it. How do you make a board game out of Bonsai? Uh, well, it's pretty easy because this was released, I'm guessing... Well, let me take a look. Let me, let me see if there's a, a date of publishing here. So the copyright on the, the board game is dated 2006 which is, again, two or three years after the Fox version aired. At this point, it was airing in reruns on G4. And what it was, and this is popular for back in the day, if you remember um, how games were back then, it was a DVD board game. Ah, uh, that explains it. Yes, so you had a, a DVD uh, which had a number of the clips from the TV show. So if you had already seen these, you sort of had a leg up on the competition. And what you had is uh, it was up for up to four players. You have a little triangular sort of cup, and I'm actually holding one in my hands. There were four different uh, colors. There's blue, green, red, and orange. The orange has, and each of these has 25 characters in it. The orange has 25 Kung Fu Carls, the world's last starfish assassin. The red has 25 Tacos Ticklers or Tacos Ticklers, which are essentially octopus tentacles or squid tentacles. Yeah. Well, no, they're not real. They're plastic, mind you. Uh, there's 25 Loises, L-O-I-S-E-S, the Louisiana Squirrel Roll, which looks like I'm going to assume some type of sushi. And then the green, there's 25 chums, which are just little fish, little green fish. So what the idea was is, and I've got the, the rules right here, the stunt, the premise for the stunt appears on TV after you, you play the uh, DVD. Uh, depending on the challenge, anywhere from two to five different on-screen outcomes will appear. Players will bet their sushi on these outcomes. But wait, there's a catch. Hey, let's make it more stereotypically racist. How are people going to bet their, their currency, their, their fish? You have to use chopsticks and get it in another separate bowl. And yes, it came with four sets of chopsticks. Four sets of plastic chopsticks. Players had 15 seconds to make their sushi wagers. Using only their chopsticks, they had to transfer their individual sushi to their sushi betting bowls. Uh, and uh, they couldn't touch the sushi or the sushi bowl with any other part of their body. So they couldn't use their fingers. Everything had to be done with your chopsticks. So if you didn't know how to use chopsticks, you, you couldn't bet that much, I, I would presume. And then the person who got the most sushi into their betting bowl got control of the bet and the best odds of winning the round. So the person who uh, bet the most sushi... They there were different betting cards, and I have actually all of them right in front of me. I'm going to take a look at the red ones first because I'm assuming the the actually it's actually it's yellow, not orange. Uh, the green and blue are probably the same, but so were, there were uh, five cards, and they just said A, B, C, D, and E, and so each one corresponded to 
a different outcome on the screen, sort of like what we talked about earlier, you know, with uh, Mr. Uh, shake hands. He, you know, w- will he shake his ha- this person's hands for under 30 seconds, 30 seconds to a minute, a minute to a minute 30, a minute 30 to two minutes or two minutes or above. And so the uh, person that won the bet got to make the first wager. Okay, so this actually, uh, the rules of this actually turn out to be like poker because um, each player can either match the top better's amount of sushi by anting up, sort of like poker, or they can choose to fold and sit out the round. So essentially, this is like poker meets bonsai, but with an Asian twist, a, a racist Asian twist. And uh, this, is, this isn't racist stuff. I get it. Yeah, this isn't like overly racist. Uh, and yeah, if you fold, you have no chance of winning the pot. They tell us this in the instructions. Uh, the players who did not fold and chose to stay in the round now place the card representing their guests for the uh, what they think is going to happen. And you win the pot by playing the stunt on the DVD. The outcome's revealed. The player with the card under their betting bowl, uh, they'll reveal their, their guesses. If their card matches the actual outcome on the disc, they win all the sushi in the pot. If they guess wrong, all, then all the other players still in the round show their cards. The pot is divided among everyone who guessed correctly. If nobody guessed correctly, then each player removes the sushi they bet, puts it back in their bowl, and lather, rinse, repeat. We do it all over again. And there actually is no sense of closure here. It doesn't say whoever gets all 100 pieces of sushi wins, whoever gets 50 wins. It just says you keep on playing. You're in an infinite loop. You keep on playing until somebody dies of ennui. Yeah, until somebody gets bored to death or until somebody beats them because this is terribly racist. But yeah, the, the only reason I got it is because I remember Bonsai, and it was like $5. And uh, it, it was at one of the uh, the Go calendar and bookstores and game stores that you see. But this wasn't a pop-up store. It was actually a tangible store that was in downtown Cleveland uh, during the 2000s. Oh, plus also, to make it even more racist. Hey, oh, why not? No. Why oh, not? No. Yeah, why, why not maximize the racism? Everybody had a headband they had to wear when they oh. played the game. Oh, it, yes, no. It, 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 it had red and white stripes on it, and it says, has the Bonsai logo on it. it it's just a cardboard headband. But again, it just like insinuates the stereotype. So that's the most racist board game ever. Um, and if you want more of this, next month we're actually doing an episode on board games based on TV shows. So we got the Bonsai board game out of the way. There's more to come. And trust me, there's a lot more bad board games out there. And some of us, specifically me, has spent money on them for you. Our, our audience. Mike, you actually bought board games just well, for... I, well, yes, I did. I, 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 Again, I don't want to spoil what I bought, <laughs> but if you follow our Twitter, I did post a picture of it when I bought it back about two months ago, a month and a half ago. Oh, well, so there, there's a preview as to one thing we're going to cover. Hey, we, 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 if you've listened closer to our past catalog... You know, the tea 
is what's coming. Yeah, and there's some really bad games here, and and it, that'll be a fun episode because we're actually going to play the games. So there is a viable reason why it didn't go past 24 episodes in the UK, let alone the sixth of them that aired on Fox. Uh, well, let's start with Fox here, because two years before Fox aired its episodes, you had the clips on USA, Asian American groups objected to them, and then when Fox picked up the show, Asian American groups objected to the show, and I actually have a, a quote from the founder of Media Action Network for Asian Americans, Guy Aoki. It's just all the backwards images of Asian American people. This is like an Asian minstrel show. Can you imagine the black version of Banzai? I can, and I, I don't like it. Anyway, uh, sponsors were alerted to the show. Many dropped the sponsorship, and Fox canceled it after six. But in the UK, that was not the worst of it. Let's go to 2002, April 2002. They attempted to record a sketch where they were trying to measure the speed of a funeral procession. Wait yeah, but, for but, it. but but yeah, wait for it, yes. It was the funeral of the Queen Mother, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, you can't do that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. To say the very least. That was just bad. Well, yeah, when, when you offend the, uh, the, the crown head of state for your, your nation, yeah, that's probably going to get you booted really fast, especially someplace that has a big legacy like, like uh, the United Kingdom. So it wasn't really the racism that got it booted. It was uh, recording the speed of, uh, of the Queen Mum's uh, funeral procession. Seems like it. There's just some things you don't do, and that was one of them. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Well, I think we can put this one to rest. We 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 can like bathe in our our Clorox baths now and clean ourselves of this absolute racist mess. Yes, it was race. Yes, bonsai was. Uh, yeah, you had a bunch of gambling on television, which is the norm now, but when you throw in a bunch of Asian stereotypes and try to offend for the sake of offense, what can you say except, yeah, we, we everybody frowns on it now, but back in 2002, oh boy, it was a thing on TV. Yep. It was a thing on, like, every TV station. <laughs> it got passed around quite a bit. Uh, yeah, like like a, some, like a babysitter that didn't want to deal with a baby's bottom. That's an interesting comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a baby's bottom that you didn't want to deal with? I rest my case. And that has been another installment of Chico Says Way Too Much. <laughs> well, we're going to say way too much on our website at itwasathingontv.com where you can find out about the show, about each other, uh, listen to past episodes, and follow us on social media. And especially thank you for everybody who's following us now. 
Uh, I shared this with uh, Chico and Greg before we started recording. The number of people who are listening to the show has literally more than doubled over the past two weeks. And we thank you so much. And I mentioned also to Chico and Greg, the number of people who just started following the podcast on Facebook in the last week has gone up by like six. And, and, and I mean, yeah. you know, that doesn't sound big, but when you have 25 uh, uh, likes on, on Facebook and you go from 19 to 25, that's pretty significant. Yes. And also, remember to listen every Wednesday. A couple of our episodes from our back catalog are slowly going up on the Place to Be Nation pop feed right now. So I think uh, the last three episodes that came up were um, Meow Manor, Lidsville, and judge wapner's animal court so yeah yeah episodes six seven and eight got posted earlier this week at least as of the time of recording so well until next time and and next time isn't going to be monday because we're doing a third episode this week a super bowl special as it were yes and it's going to be a good one oh this is a topic that that we have been waiting to talk about and it's when you talk, think about Super Bowls, you think about a certain topic. No, it's not that topic. No, it does no. not involve uh, a certain singer's breasts. No, but that is in the future. That is on the list, but that is not what we're going to talk about. We'll wait for next year to cover that. But, but this year for our Super Bowl special, I think it's it's a classic from Super Bowl's past. And I think we're all going to be excited about this. Oh, indeed. And that'll be coming out sometime later on this week, probably either Friday the 31st or February 1st, right before the the big game. So until then, until that episode drops, thank you, Chico. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you later on this week with a bonus episode of It Was a Thing on TV. Bye-bye. Wow! Bonzo! Oh, look, it's Lady One Question. Mike, how long do you think that It Was a Thing on TV will be a very successful podcast? Oh, I would say at least 100, 200 years. I mean, we'll we'll be here. There will be heads of us in formaldehyde. We'll still be talking in like the year 2220. And that was the one question. Da-da-da-da-da-da.